Welcome to the first episode of the Scale Model World podcast. Uh, I'm David Howell, your co-host with none other than Wayne Green of the World of Wayne. Hello. In this new podcast series, the aim is to explore how, I guess, every aspect of the model that we all love, um, that's model making, that's model making in all of its forms, will, of course, cover big scale models and, and the part work world, but also plastic kits and also allied industries and fields that all link to our hobby. The aim of this podcast series is to include insights and help everyone that is really passionate about the same hobby as we are. We'll have regular guests and also cast our net a little bit wider to talk to people from businesses and other, other areas that support model making and give us their insights into maybe specialised model making industries such as film and architecture and everything in between. We also want to encourage you to get in touch. Uh, if you have any questions or queries, we may be able to help with them. So please do get in touch with us. Uh, you can get in touch with Wayne or I. Uh, for this, there's email addresses all over our, our websites. So please do. If you have a query or a question, anything that you think maybe would be uh, maybe an interesting point to, to maybe bring up on a future a future episode, then please do. Please do get in touch because this podcast is absolutely for you for you guys. It's uh, We want to create a you know, a community around around these podcasts. So please do uh, to get in touch uh, with with, uh, with anything that you feel uh, yeah, we could help you with. But before we sort of go on, um, I think it's probably good to maybe uh, introduce ourselves. I guess there will be people out there who, who just know who Wayne is and who I am. Um, so um, maybe I'll come to you first, Wayne. So um, yeah, World of Wayne, uh, I think a lot of people know you for, you know, you're from that. Um, but can we kind of maybe uh, go back a little bit? Um, you know, where did that come from? How did you how did you get started with World of Wayne? And maybe also your, your sort of passion for model making. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, I've, I've been model making since I was a kid and then had a break for probably about 30 years. <laughs> I was one of these uh, people that picked yeah. up my tools again yeah, uh, when I was an adult sort of thing. And then um, uh, actually building something on a channel or making a YouTube channel of my hobby was something that I never, ever thought of in a million years. That was actually Mrs. Welder Wayne who came up with that idea. Right. And um, uh, and believe me, the Welder Wayne channel is what it sounds. It was supposed to be a channel about my world and things I get up to. Whether it be uh, visiting locations, building something, opening uh, uh, one of these gift boxes, sort of thing. Also, like a like a blog, then really. So it was was never intended to to be the the channel it is now. It was literally just a, a, like a, a personalized blog. Yeah, well, funny you should say that because actually the first reiteration of it was the World of Wayne blogging site, which was uh, mm. I think it was on the Blogger Network. It's not there anymore. Blogger. And I yeah, used to be yeah. a written a written blogger, and I yeah. had quite a few subscribers on that, you know. But um, for me, it was a it was a release. It was an outlet for me to vent if I wanted to, and um, from there it just naturally progressed to doing video. And believe me, some of the videos that I first started with, I was teaching people origami. I mean, it was right. it was all sorts yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. all yeah. sorts of really basic things and it wasn't mm. until i started the millennium falcon from diagostini yeah, yeah. and i thought hello we've got some potential here and originally when i was doing the millennium falcon i was doing it on live streams live streams right. was something that every single episode. kind of wow. first yeah pretty much and wow. then and then i decided okay we can actually um if anyone watches the world of wayne channel you know how many mistakes i make i can actually <laughs> minimize that by making edited content and yeah. that's yeah. where the, the actual channel started to pick up from so uh, and then it's just come from strength to strength because uh, i mean i'm a big fan of pop culture movies tvs everything like that so when all of this stuff started to come in i was like i need that I need that one. I need that one. <laughs> and it was like a collection for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh that's that's where I've come from. And that's where I am today. 
It's interesting, isn't it, that um, you, you talk about pop culture. I think we're both 80s, 80s uh, fanboys, I think. Uh, I yeah. think we're more or less the same age, I think. So 80s was kind of our decade. Um, and you could argue that was a fantastic decade for you know, film and music, particularly film and TV. Amazing stuff. Uh, I think that's, no, I that's think I think true. definitely all the best series came out in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, apologies to anyone that's any younger or older, but hey, guys... <laughs> This is, 80s is the 80s, you know. That's that's kind of what we're up for. Um, but I did mention it. I did mention it to my viewers before that it wasn't. If it wasn't for the 80s, I wouldn't have known the shows from the 60s, like uh, mm, the yeah, Land yeah. of the Giants and Indeed. Time Tunnel, because Indeed. they started to repeat them that's on right. like the Sky Network during the 80s. So it's yep. like, oh wow! So opened a whole new world. I think it was the advent of TV which opened all of this stuff up for us. Yes, I think that's right. Um, I think that it's it's just that thing that has. That's come back, I think, because everything does eventually, I guess, and that's kind of how, that's how I got back into it. Um, because I, um, yeah, I, I did model making again when I was younger, absolutely, but my passion when I was uh, when I was a child. Thirty years later, maybe even longer, <laughs> if I did the if I did the maths correctly, um, it was what it was looking around for for something else to to do. Um, I mean, I'm a uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a journalist and, and tech writer. That's that's my that's my business. That's what I do. I've been doing that for you know, for decades. Um, mm-hmm. But I was looking around for something else. I guess something to literally get me away from the screens, get me away from the keyboard, <laughs> uh, just for something else that wasn't um, sort of tech related per se. Um, and I thought, well, the only thing I was really passionate about when I was younger was, was model making. So let's get back into that. Let's do that. Because um, I'd been away for you know, decades. But when I started to look at the industry again and what it had moved on ridiculously from when I was when I was doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, literally. It was, for me, when I was 12 years old in my bedroom, it was like uh, you know, a tea tray and a shoebox for my tools. And that was it. Um, these days... <laughs> It's bonkers. Um, I mean, I find a new tool, some new process every day when I'm looking at uh, you know, model making their website. So the industry as a thing and a hobby has got so diverse, it's, uh, it kind of made my head spin to begin with. You know, where, what do you, where do you start? Where do you begin? Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I'll tell you what, the amount I'm still learning today. I mean, it's not like oh, yeah, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm by nowhere near a professional. I still consider myself an amateur, yeah, but that's yeah. the fun of this. You're getting new skills, everything you do. Practice, practice. I, like. I love That's it. What it's oh, about. Yeah, definitely. Practice, practice. Um, I mean, I, I get. I, I look back at when I was younger, and it's absolutely right. Uh, I'm, I'm, the skills I guess I have now are infinitely better than when you were when I was younger. Obviously, of course, um, and you, yeah. you kind of carry on. Um, but because uh, I, 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 you know, my writing business is a small business, I, you know, I'm self-employed. So again, with yeah. my, I could, I could not resist it. Looking at, is there a business opportunity <laughs> as well? I, I couldn't resist it. I was tried. I said, no, no, I'm just going to do this as a hobby. But I could resist it because I saw business opportunities all over the place, um, yeah. and that's how sort of Tara Models came about. And that's that's why it's uh, that's why it's a, it's a store which I started about a year ago. It's only been a year, which is amazing. Um, wow, it's been so, so well in a, in a in a year. Um, I couldn't. I, I couldn't resist. I had to do something businessy uh, with, with that because I, I'm, I guess I'm just too entrepreneurial. Um, <laughs> but that's that's been an interesting connection as well to connect a hobby with uh, with the business as well for me. So yeah, the two run sort of parallel, which is uh, which is which is fantastic um, yeah. Yeah, for uh, for, uh, for me. But that's kind of where we are, isn't it? It's a it's a hobby. I feel which is infinite. Whatever you're uh-huh. interested in, whatever subject, um, you can get into this kind of hobby, uh, you know, fairly fairly easily. Doesn't matter what it is, uh, whatever, whatever subject you you feel that is is strong for you. Um, you know, there are there are models out there you can build. Um, I think it's just that thing about are you a maker or aren't you? Uh, is that something you want to get into or you don't? Um, yeah. 
and that's going to be, I think, a, a, a conversation maybe on an episode later on, I think, um, where you kind of decide what kind of maker are you? Are you a part worker? Are you a plastic modeler? Are you something in between? But I tell you what, the, the whole part work, the whole part work um, um, is exploded, I reckon, in the last three years, especially when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. That's brought a lot of peoples that probably weren't normal, uh, you know, kit modelers that yeah, painted, yeah. airbrushed, yeah, yeah. primed and all that. They bought that into the hobby because a lot of that's done for you. And it's now an assembling thing as well, which I think is great because it makes the community a lot bigger than it was. And you are learning techniques, believe it or not, even with part work models that you would probably learn on a kit model as well. So it's, um, I, I just think it's a great, a great time to be alive if you are a, a part work model builder. Well, I think it's, um, it's one of those, isn't it? I think, again, uh, I think we have a, an episode in the future where we're going to talk about kind of that in detail, you know, getting into the hobby uh, you know, to begin with and what's, what you also sort of pay attention to, what to think about, that, uh, that yeah. kind, of, uh, kind of thing. But I, um, I kind of did want to ask you, I guess, um, I guess some sort of basic questions. But before we do that, um, I kind of wanted to have a look at, uh, I guess, what's happening in sort of uh, you know, model-making world and part-work world. Um, yeah, because it does seem to me that um, we are, I guess, entering the next phase. It's been a bit quiet, I believe. There's not a great deal sort of announced and floating about, at least not as many as I used to perceive it to be. So when you got to the new year and there was like an avalanche of these things usually, yeah. and there kind of hasn't been that. Uh, I think the big companies are kind of picking and choosing what they what they want to want to release. Um so for you, when you sort of when you survey the landscape, um, uh, you know, what for you are the, the sort of nuggets? What, what's what's kind of coming, which is kind of sweating your appetite? Well, well, just going to what you said about the release date. Historically, uh, most of the models used to come out in January, and they used to open yeah. them over yeah. the Christmas period. I remember seeing them on TV, yeah, and then you'd have these big releases in January. And that's not just part work models. That's things like you know uh, uh, the art of fishing. I remember that the collection and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, Always used to come on in January. It's like a fresh thing, uh, yeah. and people would get that. But it seems like it's moved to April now because mm. everything that's starting to be announced now. There's around about this sort of time and there's it's compared to how we were like four or five years ago where there was only like three or four things on the market yeah especially yeah. on the part work side it's gone through the roof absolutely free. And it's like a massive explosion so much so that i'm starting to worry that you know is there is there too many things out there that are coming oh, really and this oh. is not yeah and not right. just part works i mean um I, I i had the opportunity to go and see airfix last year yes uh, for their uh, their uh, and saw how their spitfire mark nine uh was created created and stuff and seeing that and that was all based in the uk so that was being made in the uk yep. mm-hmm. for for the and to see how that's done and, and how easy it is but then how I, I used to think it was on a, i thought they could whip these things like 500 a second or something coming out but yes. no 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 yes. these fiction moldings they take time to do each individual kit yep. Yep. which uh which i thought was pretty amazing and, and then they've got a whole lineup of things coming as well and that's just i, I don't know about the other like uh, kit model companies like revel and stuff like that but just looking at the part work world and the airfix world it's like something's exploded and i do wonder when the pandemic hit and a lot of people came back to the hobby if the planning started then and it's only just taken till now to put it into realization and production sort of thing i think you could argue that couldn't you um i think yeah. you could argue that to, for well for the part workers of course um i mean you often mention on your channel that it's it's the time taken to get the licenses isn't it that's the yeah. that's the time um but if you, if you think 
what it takes in investment and time to to put a part work together. Yeah, you know, not just the the design of the uh, you know, the instructions, etc. All of it, it's mind boggling, uh, and you can kind yeah. of see why it takes it takes so long. So I'm imagining they're doing a lot of these in parallel, and of course, then they all hit at the same time. Um, yeah, which for me is good and bad. It's good that we have a choice, but bad if you want. Uh, oh, I quite fancy three of those. Um, but yeah. the bank balance won't stretch to three. So it's, or <laughs> which one do I really want out of that three? And that's that's kind of really, that's, that's a hard decision. <laughs> it really is. I'll tell you what, I definitely think we should get someone from the part work world oh, onto yeah, that yeah, to explain absolutely. the procedure and the process. Because uh, believe me, I, I haven't got a clue how it works. I have a uh, an inkling because I, I have done research, etc. Because mm-hmm. when I was uh, uh, when I was designing the uh, uh, the workstation, a lot of the techniques yeah. are the same. Um, so it's sourcing materials, uh, manufacturing in the Far East, all the rest of it. So I have a I have a I have a, a sort of a, a vague idea of the process that all that goes through that that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But for the for the plastic modeling guys, um, you're right. Uh, all the catalogs seem to come out at the same time, and then it's it's literally it's a switch shop. It's like, <laughs> what do you want first, guys? Um, yeah, big scale models, small scale models. Well, mentioning big scale models, I was looking at uh, OCM's um, the, the Tahi US uh, heavy helicopter. Um, yeah, new one in one thirty fifth scale. This thing's seventy seven centimeters long when it's finished. <laughs> That's a scale model at one thirty fifth scale. It, it's bonkers. This thing, it's crazy. Wow. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't even. I, I'd like to build something like that, but I. Nowhere to display, so what's the point? Um, but it's huge, this model. Um, whether whether it's getting bigger or simply it's because of the scale, it's 135th, uh, so they have to do that. And again, it's an interesting conversation yeah. that all part works one-eighth, of course. That's an interesting conversation as well for the future, I think, um, how they yeah. kind of decided that that was the ideal scale for these things. Um, I think that's uh, that's an interesting conversation for one of the uh, for one of the guys from the companies, which uh, we, we, will, uh, we, will, we will have uh, someone on um, as a guest in future future in future episodes definitely definitely now um what i uh, also wanted to ask you i think it's, it'd be good uh, say um again i'd like to reiterate to everyone listening uh, if you do have any questions or, or queries uh, you know do uh, you know, do come back to us with uh, with those um but there's kind of a few things i think we we could sort of start off with um, i um, i think um you've already touched on why why part works are so so popular I think the um, I think lockdowns and I think the pandemic has a um, and, and certainly an influence there absolutely. Um, but of course, you I mean there must be very few people who built so many part works than you. I mean, surely you know, you you can stretch that back <laughs> all the way back to the early early days almost of uh, the first ones. Um, yeah. So why 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 do you think they are so popular? Is it is it just a simple build? Is it because the subject matter is so varied? Um, do you have a feel for why for why uh, you know, part work model making has um, has become so popular? I, I touched on it earlier. I, I do think yeah. it's because it brings a lot more people into the hobby, which don't have to require painting, and because that's that's a side of it that if you're not very good at, it's yeah. going to deter you away from building a model. Indeed. So having a part work model where everything's there and you're just assembling it, I am gonna I'm gonna use the word it does make things simpler. But you know some of these part work models, I'm ripping my hair out about how hard uh, these are, especially if you're word, doing yeah. things like the the Titanic or you've done the Zero Fighter, and some of the things are really difficult on there but again you're learning new skills but by bringing the people in and seeing that you can do this and and it it covers a vast uh array of skill sets from you know the amateur builder to an expert builder i think that's why it suddenly kicked off and i think that's not just uh i i think that's primarily just for the part work well rather than kit models 
But um, that's that's probably why there's such a growth. And as I said, if you see what's now available and what's coming soon in the part work world, it, it mirrors it because there must be such a big market out there for it. Uh, that's absolutely right. There, there would not be as many if uh, if there wasn't a marketplace for it, clearly. Yeah. Um, I would argue that um, some of the part works we have seen, uh, I don't understand the marketplace uh, for it. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm pointing at Eddie Starbot there. Um, yeah. I just, just, don't, just don't understand that. I just don't. Um, because at the time, I think uh, I think the company had a, had a choice. They had that one or something more interesting. I can't remember yeah. which, what it was. It might have been... It might have been the whole Wolf's Express, or it might have been something else. But I thought, why, why have you picked both, that? Both those trials came out at the same time. The Eddie yeah. Stobart and Hogwarts Express trials came out at the same time. Yeah, it's like, really? A truck? You, you'd rather go with that than something <laughs> Really? But hey. It's, that, that was very localised as well, because people yeah, in the UK yeah, would know yeah. Eddie Stobart, but people overseas wouldn't have heard Absolutely. of it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another issue, isn't it? It's interesting that the uh, the companies involved um, are that. They kind of used to be a little bit uh, localised. and. I suppose they are to a degree still, aren't they? Um, yeah, we, we have um, you know, guys in the uh, in Europe, for instance. Um, uh, what are they called? Um, is it IXOs? They call IXO yep. collection. Yeah, um, they're out of France. IXO, I think IXO's the Ixo. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Apologies for uh, for butchering your name if you're if you're uh, if you're literally <laughs> if you're listening. Apologies for that. But again, they they quite localized, aren't they? Uh, to to Central Europe, yeah. um, you can mm. obviously get these things, but it's difficult uh, outside of uh, outside of your own country. So it is interesting yeah. what you get uh, released in, uh, say, the UK and stuff uh, you don't, which is which is all. Uh, I, I'm still waiting for a Robocop, for instance. Please, please, yeah. somebody do Robocop. But whether whether it will happen, I, I'd, I'd be very interested in doing a Robocop. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm looking for a figure. Uh, because I say I've done, done Iron Man. Um, I'm looking for the next figure, and um, I'm quite fancying um, the uh, the new um, uh, Optimus. Yeah, um, Optimus. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite fancying that uh, the film version. I quite like the uh, the design of that. If oh, you see, I prefer I prefer the G1 version. Yeah, you see, that's interesting. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. That's I. It kind of. <laughs> I, I thought that's not for me because I, I didn't really buy into it into the series, whereas I really bought into the films. Uh, so I, I haven't weird. even seen the films. <laughs> wow, jeez, get get what, what are you doing? Go and see the films. They are just amazing. At least, yeah, from a design point of view, the actual uh, the the actual transforms themselves just absolutely crazy if they could do that in a model wow that's yeah. going to be uh well fiddly for a start um some of that stuff's going to be very very interesting uh, to put together but um that that would be very well very i mean there's good. a lot going on in that model i've seen pictures of the model and it says yeah. a lot going yeah. on in it and um I, that's probably what turned me away from the films because i've only seen the trailers for transformers uh, okay. and it looked yeah. it looked too close too far i couldn't really see what was going on in the trailers i don't know right. if the whole film's like that but um to, to mirror that in the model looking at the model it just looks too busy the model does we will that's, see that's my yes. opinion <laughs> we will see um i say first few parts we'll have a have a look at uh, look at all of this um and just just see what uh, if, if it's actually going to be a goal or not um, yeah but again i think that's a that's also a conversation i think for 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 something uh, maybe something in the in the uh, in the future yeah. Now, um, let's stay with part works for uh, for a uh, for a for a second. Um, uh-huh. I think a lot of people that uh, maybe want to get into that say, "Yeah, I, I fancy doing um, the Super Snake. Fancy doing that. Fantastic! Yeah, you know, I love the film. It's brilliant. You know, um, I want I want to do I want to do that. But how do I begin? You know, is it is it is it something that uh, literally anyone that has never done model making before uh, can do? Is it true that yep, yeah, I can I can literally put this together with nothing more than a screwdriver? 
Um, well, if you if you were to name any other model, you name the Super Snake there. That is probably the perfect place to start a part work model because that oh, well. isn't overly hard. Hard. It's a, it's quite a uh, uh, it's an easy to put together to model. It hasn't got the detail that some of the other one eight cars and stuff have got, sure. but it's got enough details to make it look really good. And it's probably one of the simpler builds to start with as well. I'm and um, I think that if you are going to be going into the part work world and the part work model, uh, you could do a lot worse than starting at something like that. The Cobra wasn't too bad either, to be okay. honest with you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, so you picked the Super Snake. Uh, absolutely. Off uh, off you go. You're, I'm signed up and um, yeah, they've handed on my credit card details uh, for the next uh, how many parts is it? Is it a couple of years? This thing. It's, it's 12 it's 12 packs so you can oh, either nice. have it over um or you can get an accelerated starter with the gore models but yes, basically you, you'll get a pack a month for 12 months and if you've gone for the 24 month option then you get a pack every other month i'm with you okay so um so you've done that it's all signed up and ready to go um let's talk about tools let's talk about that is it really the case that you need a screwdriver and nothing else is that really the case most of the time definitely i mean mm. most of these builds anyway provide a screwdriver no matter what your manufacturer yes, or distributor mm. of these parts mm. are uh, i don't get on with them on account that my fingers are too fat so i've got my own screwdriver but they all tend to use pho phillips head screwdriver zero yeah, as, the, as the size they need. Um, you definitely do need sprue cutters yep. because a lot of these builds do have details which are on sprues. Um, and you do need glue. And not a lot of part works use glue, but there are some things that you do need to glue in. They're like the free essentials of building a part work model. Uh, there are other things that you might need eventually, like a scalpel to cut tubing and uh, stuff like that. But you'll be able to get on with just those free items, no problems. See, that's a, that's a great ac access to the whole thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, don't worry about uh, you know, not, not paints, brushes, airbrushes, none of that. Um, you, you don't have to do any of that with, uh, with these things. It, it is very, very easy access, isn't it? Um, yeah. I guess the other question, of course, is if that's actually the case, then that I need you know very few tools to uh, to put to put these things together. Um, again, um, it's it's great that you're on uh, onto this because you have you have kind of this encyclopedic knowledge and this experience of part working for you know for years. Yeah. Do you feel the quality has improved? Um, do you feel the, the, feel that it's they are much better than they they used to be? I don't think it's the quality that's improved. I think the quality has been standard, but the detail has mm. gone completely crazy compared to, as I said, an engine that we were creating when we first did part works to what you're getting now is like, how detailed do you get? You're, you're talking individual brake pipes. You're talking yes. uh, in the, in the individual nozzles behind the, uh, the brake drums, the pipes in a brake drum, the springs in a brake drum. It's like, oh, my God, this, this is so deep. All we need now is petrol. This thing will run. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's quite crazy. But, no, the detail side of it has – and I think that's probably because market research and probably feedback that these companies have have said that they do want as much detail as you could possibly get. And that's why we are putting – lines in for things like i keep mentioning brake lines that you're probably never going to see that they don't yeah, they don't have any good, use they're, yes, they're not working but good. you know they're there so it's like that's the detail that they're going to and that's not just one eight car models we're, we're, we're looking at the same thing now with some of these figurine models the optimus prime that i've started mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm, you yep. can see that in there especially with the light in the ships that we're doing yep, like the yep. titanic and the bismarck the amount of detail in that it's um it's going i, I think that's where it's going that we're going to be getting to a stage where 
we're going to see a lot more detail than we are now, especially the new reiteration of one eight vehicle cars that we're coming out with the uh, the remote controls now, rather than having to push switches. Yes, um, we never had that before, and uh, and I mentioned that uh, Agora models have got the uh, Corvette Stingray coming out. That's got a remote control in it, and I thought that was the first model that we've had a remote control. But obviously, the Knight Rider model have one, but that's on a watch, so I don't count that. <laughs> but oh, the, okay. uh, yeah. the definitely the remote controls are the way to go because um i was mentioning before uh to you dave you probably remember saying that do, how many of these one eight models that we've got which are electrics are you actually going to use the fact of the mm, matter is yeah. that if it's sitting on a shelf and you've got a remote control you're more inclined to use it than having to, to go over to it oh, turn yeah, it yeah. on open Absolutely. the door press the switch uh, as a matter of fact that x-wing that i built one of the first ones above my head now i've got the remote control in front of it and i'm always playing with it so yeah uh, yeah absolutely uh, i've seen um people putting deloreans into coffee tables for instance oh yeah um because <laughs> it's all enclosed um you know they run the power to it to a you know just a, a standard uh, you know power brick or something it's, it's all enclosed it's all battery power and you can just switch it on whenever you like it's uh, you can have the flux going um you know when you're uh, when you're watching netflix or something um it's all built into it's a piece of furniture great idea but but, um, but i did ask on my channel a great question and i'm sure people who are listening to this podcast are going to be able to answer this for me because everyone's got a different opinion at what point does a model become a toy Yes, um, that's uh, that. I think that's on our forward planning list, isn't it? Um, yes, <laughs> a whole podcast about that. Uh, I think, and we'll get a couple of guests on uh, with maybe maybe opposing views uh, to to give us their mm -hmm. um, uh, their idea of what that is. Um, but it's interesting when you you look at the you know the top end um, you know the the finely detailed um, uh, models which you which you can buy. Um, no. Even those are being modded by by certain companies. Even those you can increase the detail on. Uh, it's like how yeah. far do you do you push this? But it's great that you feel that. Um, uh, you know, the, your part works, they, they, they will go together. You know, you haven't got to worry yeah. that the doors are going to be wonky or the seals aren't going to fit the, the, mm -hmm. the actual manufacturing. I think that's probably what I should have made me. And when I went, when I'm into that quality, I think what I mean is manufacturing, you know, you you aren't yeah. going to have problems with that. You're not going to have to modify these things to fit them together. Uh, chances are, chances are, if you have problems with doors not fitting and stuff like that, you've done something wrong. <laughs> nine times out, of, nine times out of ten, something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's probably not the manufacturing guys. Yeah, uh, take it a bit yeah. and start and start again. Uh, something something's on backwards. Or um, yeah. my my classic one is I sort of finish a stage and I've got a piece on the bench. Uh, I just completely miss the stage. It's like how can yeah. I miss a stage? Um, I've done that. You know, what, on, the, on the on the Ecto one, I I put the internal bulkhead the wrong way round. Wow! <laughs> and, and the things together now, I've got to take the whole thing apart take to turn apart. the bulkhead. Yeah, yeah. I'm always making late, mistakes because later on, isn't it? Because uh, you get it wrong yeah. on I don't know, stage four or something. But until you get stage yeah. fifteen or something, you absolutely need stage four to be right because it won't fit. Yeah. It will no. not fit, <laughs> and it's really hard to backtrack. I find. Um, taking stuff to but that's that's another reason why I created the YouTube channel because you get a lot of people actually uh, chucking away the instructions and just watching yes. my, my 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 tutorials. Hence, why if I make a mistake, I always keep them in the videos because if I've made the mistake, someone else is going to make the mistake. So, oh, so. That's, that's absolutely that's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. uh, now, before we uh, move on, um, I'd like to talk to you all about a company that I've been working with for the last uh, twelve months, Agora Models, uh, the home of big scale modeling. Uh, Agora Models has transformed the world of scale modeling since they launched, largely due to their uh, company promise. 
Now, that company promise is, is designed to re-establish trust that once a new model has been launched, it will not stop production until every part of the kit has been produced. That's the Agora promise. Also, uh, the Agora Advantage Club rewards customers giving members early access to new models, but importantly, ensures the customer care experience is first class. Whether you want to build a museum-quality car, iconic vehicles, or love sci-fi and fantasy, there is a model in the Agora range ready for you. With exciting new models coming this year, including the first of the James Bond collection, if you've always wanted to build a model, Agora Models invites you to join a massive community of fellow big-scale modelers. Visit agoramodels.com to discover their ever-expanding range of museum-quality models. I think also uh, what I also wanted to talk to you, uh, talk to you about is uh, I, I guess what's coming next. Uh, so this is our inaugural episode. Uh, yeah, we've uh, we've come a bit of a uh, bit of a ramble on this one. Uh, we've talked we've covered a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, topics. Um, but I think for everyone listening, the, the the future is is kind of what you make of it, guys. Uh, you know, again, do come back to us um, with uh, with ideas and uh, any kind of queries or questions. But we do have a, uh, I guess a forward planning uh, for 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 lots of episodes into the future um, that includes guests and also uh, specific um, areas of model making, which uh, I guess we want to want to explore. Um, I think I've already mentioned uh, certain industries like film, like architectural, uh, and also museums. Yeah, we're, we're going to, to explore that with, um, uh, with ourselves and also uh, with, uh, with guests talking about those specific kinds of, of model making. Um, so in the future, uh, the Scale Model World podcast is is really about you guys. It's about your the audience. It's uh, it's really your podcast. Uh, you know, do do feel do feel don't feel you, you can't get in touch with us. It's uh, it's certainly not something that uh, you know we want to produce in isolation. So please do uh, please do come back to us uh, with um, with any ideas uh, or any any kind of suggestions you'd like for 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 our podcast. In episode two, uh, we'll once again cover what's happening sort of in the model space. And, and also we'll have our first guest, uh, which will be none other than uh, Mike Lane himself, uh, sort of the modding supremo, which I think many of you uh, may have been introduced to uh, on, on Wayne's channel. Um, uh, uh, Mike's been doing a sort of uh, amazing uh, job for, uh, for uh, I guess, elevating. Uh, the uh, the model space uh, for uh, for our models for for, for several years, uh, so he will be uh, a guest on our on the uh, second episode of uh, of our podcast, uh, which should be in a, in a few weeks time. Um, so please do join us for the next episode, uh, which you can find on all of your favourite uh, podcasting services. Until next time, it's a goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Wayne. Take care, everyone. See you later. <laughs>